Good morning, saints. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you and grant you peace this morning. May the Lord be your strength. May the Lord be your shadow and your refuge and your hiding place. May the Lord grant you victory in every place. May the Lord elevate you. May the Lord be your assurance today and your strength and your glory. May his power go ahead of you and his glory go ahead of you. May the presence of the Lord be with you in all your undertaking. And may the presence of the Lord go ahead of you and announce your success before you even get there. That the king, a child of the king, is here. A child of a king is here to possess their possession. May the Lord put upon you a crown of glory and honor because he says, Arise and shine, for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. You are loved by the Lord God Almighty. You are the heart seed of the Lord God Almighty. The Lord God Almighty, his eyes are looking upon you 24-7. He is mindful on you. He says that he's holding you in the palm of his hand. And he says that he's got thoughts to give you a hope and a future. And he's thinking about you all the time. God bless you, saints. I'm reading Numbers 33, 55. It says, but if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those whom ye let remain of them shall be bubs in your eyes and thorns in your sides and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. The Lord God Almighty he, when he told Joshua to occupy the promised land, he expected them to kill all the Ike's nations, the Jebusite, the Perizzite, the, the Hagarites, the Hittites, the Moabites, all the Ike's. The Lord expected Joshua and the children of Israel to kill them. And now he's warning them, if you don't kill these nations, these nations will be like babs and thorns in your flesh. Okay, let me read also Judges 2 Judges 2:23. It says to affirm what I'm saying here. Second Judges 2, chapter 2, 22 to 23. It says, Thank you, Lord God Almighty, that through them I may test Israel whether they will keep the way of the Lord to walk therein, as their fathers did keep it or not. Therefore the Lord left those nations without driving them out hastily, neither delivered he them into the hand of Joshua. Hallelujah. Gracious Holy Spirit, I just ask that you speak through me. We just ask that you uh, 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 anoint this word, that this word must enter us as a light that this word enlighten us, that you grant us word, knowledge, and that this word change us. Hallelujah. Now, the word of God, it says here, the Lord, as you read in Judges, it says that the Lord expected Joshua to drive out those nations, and he did not drive out them out for them, because he expected them to do it 
themselves. You know, it's the same scenario as us. We are born again. They, the Lord, took them out of their land of Egypt into the land of promise. We, the Lord, took us from sin and he brought us into a new life in Christ Jesus. And the word of God says that, behold, when a man is in Christ Jesus, the old has gone away and the new has become. So the Lord expects out of us to get rid of the old mentality, to get rid of us seeing ourselves like the old person, but we need to see ourselves as new creatures in Christ Jesus. We need to see ourselves as holy. We need to see ourselves not as sinners. We need to see ourselves as those that live by faith, that receive things by faith, because the word of God says that the just shall live by faith. We no longer live by effort. We don't want to live by worry. We don't want to live in fear. But our thoughts, our mind need to be renewed at all the time. He says unto Joshua, make sure that you meditate upon this book of the law, that it shall not depart from you, that you will think about it day or night, write it in your hands and meditate on it and speak about it and rehearse it in your mind and in your heart so that you will be able to be successful and to possess the land that the Lord is giving you also you the lord is expecting us to change our mind to think differently not like the way we used to think because if you're gonna continue with your old mentality those things that you think about there will be a thorn in your flesh that pornography that you think about all the time that you don't want to renew your mind you still want to have a pornography in your mind it will become a thought in a thorn in your flesh and now you will find yourself that you get bound into masturbation because a person does not want to renew their mind those poverty thoughts that you want to think you don't want to see yourself as rich you still want to see yourself that you are poor that you are you are little you you are just you 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 measure yourself according to your salary you don't want to expand your thoughts and to allow God to show you that he's your provider. He can provide you beyond your salary level. He can expand your thoughts and he can give you resources and means and way and power to make wealth. But you're just limiting yourself. You're looking yourself according to the little me, according to your salary. That is a limited thought. You're supposed to renew your thoughts, child of God. Otherwise, your salary, it will be a thorn in your flesh because you see your boundaries only according to your work. You don't think beyond that you don't allow your mind to be unlimited beyond the work scope the lord wants us to renew your mind you're still thinking some people they're still thinking themselves okay that i've got diabetes you know this is a disease that has been in our family we are cancer people we are diabetes we are high blood people those are limiting thoughts and those thoughts these are the things that become a thorn in our flesh and these are the things that the lord wants us to get rid of you must remember that the the, the hittites and the Hagarites, those nations, they represented fear. Those nations, they were the nations of the giants. They were the nations that would come with fear to torment Joshua and them. Those are the ones that when the spies went to uh, spy the land, when they saw them, they said that we saw them, we saw ourselves small in their eyes because they were giants in the land. They saw the giants and it brought fear unto them. The spirit that they operated in was fear and it made them to not to occupy, to possess their land. Only uh, Joshua and um, 
Caleb was able to possess the land because they were not afraid of the giants that they were seeing. They remembered that their God is greater than these giants, that their God is the one that created these giants. So also you, you need to think beyond your limitations. You need to think beyond your limitations. Do not allow fear to cripple your mind. Do not accommodate fear in always because fear it's false evidence appearing real and that fear it can become a thorn in your flesh fear is not accommodated in a child of god everything should be fate and not fear at all so the lord expect us even with, with with gideon as well he did not get this still these nations were still uh, 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 existing even by the time of Gideon, the Midianites, what does it say? It says that the Midianites will wait for them to plant whatever that they were planting. They will come and wipe everything and not leave them with nothing and take their animals to such a point that Gideon had to hide himself to, 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 do, to tread the wheat or to even plant it because these nations, they were operating with a spirit of poverty and fear. They just wanted to, to wipe everything off from you. You see, it's like, remember the other time when we made a research about work. Work, it is a system that was introduced by Constantine. Constantine, it is, this is the guy that changed the calendars and everything. And he came and make, introduced the work system to oppress the peasants, to oppress uh, uh, the Gentiles. And it says, when you read in the Greek dictionary, it says work, the meaning of work, it says People that are afflicted with a lot of worries and persecutions and, and, and diseases and which are, which are in a lot of debt and a lot of troubles. That is the design of, that's what they were thinking when they created work. And this is the system that is still prevailing in the world. Instead of them giving you the means of production to say that, giving you a land and say that you do, you plant for yourself or you mine for yourself or you create things for yourself. They do not introduce manufacturing way of doing things that you should learn to do things for yourself but the system of the world is this they put people they take you to school limited education that does not train you how to do things up until you come you can only learn to do things when you are at university but not when you are at primary now they put you in the, the education system is designed for a work system and it's a work, the thing that is paralyzing the mind, you're gonna, your mind will be thinking, okay, salary, but that salary, if you are not wise, it's there, it's an oppressive system. But the Lord comes up with the way of his system that set us free, a way of faith. He says that my ways are different from your ways. My ways, my thoughts are different from on this world because this world system, it becomes a thorn in the flesh. But even though when you're facing a thorn in the flesh, the Lord's grace is sufficient for you. The Lord's grace is sufficient for you. Paul also, he had this thorn in the flesh that he was facing. He had his thorn in the flesh because the Lord, they prophesied to him that your ship will be, your ship will be shipwrecked. But even if it was shipwrecked, God's grace was enough for him. Even though when the ship was shipwrecked, he did not drown. He, the grace of God made Paul to, to, to even to go to his destination, even after a shipwreck. And even at that time, he was given a prophecy that a snake would, would bite him. And the snake did bite him in the, indeed. And the people of the time when he was living in, they believed in a kind of like their mindset. It was cloudy. It was that of doom. 
that if you have a snake, that means a snake, if a snake comes upon you, it means that you have an evil seat inside of you. You are evil. And Paul was a righteous man. And here he comes, a snake comes and bite him. And that was a taboo for the people at the time that he was living in. And it was just a confirmation to them that Paul was is evil. But the grace of God, that snake was like a thorn in the flesh for Paul. But the grace of God was sufficient for Paul. Even in the midst of the snake biting him, the power of God came upon him. He shaked off the snake and even the bit of the snake, it did not kill him. It did not even make his arm to swell. It did not even give him any disease just to show them that God lives in him, that his power is in him. And they were able to see God in the thorn of the flesh of Paul. Today, I'm prophesying upon your life. I don't know what thorn of the flesh that you are facing. Whatever thorn that you find yourself in, the grace of God is coming upon you. You're overcoming it today. You are victorious upon the thorn in the flesh that they're throwing upon you. You will see the grace of God upon you. I prophesy that the grace of God is sufficient for you. You will overcome today. All you just have to do is renew your mind and not limiting yourself according to their thorn. They also, when they threw Paul in the, in the prison, that was like a thorn in the flesh to him because Paul was a man that was a multi, he had a vision of multinationals. He wanted to reach the world and he felt like, okay, he was being limited. He can't reach the world because he's in prison. But when he was in prison, the grace of God came upon him. He learned, he wrote, he wrote different manuscripts and then he was able to write and reach the Gentiles and reach multinationals whilst he was in prison. Can you see the grace of God to, upon your life today whatever i prophesy whatever satan meant for your doom the lord turn it out for your good the lord turn it out for the good what does the word of god says they say that all things work out together for the good for them that love the lord it says that the desires of the righteous will turn into good whatever thorn in the flesh that is in your life today today i prophesy that it turned out for your good trust god and wait upon the lord and, pro and prophesy even upon your life in a daily basis. Prophesy, speak the word of God. Remember the word of God says that the Lord God Almighty, he exalted his word above anything in this world. Listen, disease is a word. Poverty is a word. Uh, uh, trouble is a word. Worry is a word. Whatever that you yet you experience, it's a word. But the word of God has been exalted above the word of the thing that the circumstances that you are experiencing. Speak the word of God, the promises of the Lord God Almighty upon whatever thing that is oppressing you, upon trouble that you find yourself in, upon the problem that you find yourself in. You know what? There is the woman of God. This woman, she says that her husband, she was busy cooking in a house and her husband, he came, he was critical of the food that she made and he even mentioned that, wow, I wish you could cook soup like my mother because my mother, she makes better soup than this one. And the woman of God, she said that she felt anger. She felt like answering her husband. But you know what she did? She had the scripture. She wrote the words, the uh, Corinthians 13, about the scripture on love. Love is patient. Love is kind. So when her husband kept on bubbling like that, 
She went, she looked at the fridge, she started memorizing in her heart, love is patient, love is long-suffering, love is kind, love does not keep a record of wrongdoing. She kept on rehearsing those things, and as she was doing that, the Spirit of God entered her, and she started seeing her husband in a different way, and she went to her husband and told her, my husband, I love you. That's what the Word of God does to you. When you meditate upon the Word of God, when you are faced with a problem, with a situation, that wants you to respond according to the problem to that situation and confront you know what we do not fight the world with the weapons of the world the weapons of our weapons are different they are not carnal but they are mighty through God when you are faced with a problem speak the word of God meditate it upon you cannot you can also use the word of God to change your character to change your personality when you speak to the word of God to yourself every day and meditate upon it changes your perception it changes how you interpret and you see things and how you program things in your mind and how you interpret the world or your environment and as you read it it changes you it changes your personality and everything your character about you it changes and the people will see a whole new different person than you and people will be shocked is this really you you will overcome your weaknesses because of the word of god so make the word of god your friend because at the end it will be the word of god that judges us may the lord bless you have a prosperous and a blessed day Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ for everyone that is in the sound of my words, that Lord, may they be victorious. May none be broken, may none be impaired spiritually, but let them be victorious and let them have speech in everything that they do by the mere virtue of my word, the word that I'm speaking unto them, because your word is light and light is speed. It's faster than anything. Let this word make cause them to have fruit as it come upon them speedily god bless you shalom and have a victorious day